What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Everybody, welcome to Football Full Circle, another edition. Mike Blute and George Kurtz going around the world of the NFL with college on this show as well. Uh, but excited to have you right here on the grid. We're going to talk through a few teams today. Uh, Saints, Falcons, Chiefs get a sense of what their offseason questions are really headed into the season. Look, we've broken these teams down <laughs> because we've had ample amounts of room, George, and leeway to talk about things. We've we've broken these teams down before the draft, after the draft, and now this is around the time we start to really take a look at the schedules, find out what we like in terms of totals, and what the best bets are for these particular teams. But excited to get into those. And uh, obviously, there's some pretty important news stories regarding what you and I have been talking about for these last couple of weeks. Notably, one regarding roster construction, George. Yeah, we've talked about this a bunch of times. So I think teams are going to be very, or the league is going to be very wary of raising the rosters. Uh, we're hearing now, I mean, baseball is going to have, what, two teams in Nashville that are free agents playing each other so they're ready to be, uh, I guess, signed in case anything happens. Interesting. Give them that. It, it is creative. I mean, you're gonna, I don't, I'm just going to sign, what, 50 players, 60 players, whatever it might be, and have them play in Nashville that anybody of the 30 Major League Baseball teams could grab should they need somebody. Uh, catchers is really what people are worried about here. You yeah. know, you, catch could easily get two or three of your catchers are out. All of a sudden, your organization is short on catchers. And arms, too. Arms, you should have enough. I mean, Tony, you may think about in your minor league, you should have enough arms. I mean, listen, I, a lot of this is going to come down to service time as well. Do you want to promote an arm and, you know, oh, my God, now he's right, going to be yeah. a free agent a year early in that game they play. Football, I think, is more concerning, as you and I have beaten the death now over the past couple of shows, if a position group gets crushed. Yeah. I think, for me, the most important position group would be the offensive line because now you got to worry about your $30 million quarterback, your, your highly paid running back, 
you know, can't get the ball to the highly paid wide receivers. It's right? really QB and O-line for me. Those are the groups that it's like, all right, well, we can't really play with our whole quarterback out or our whole offensive right, line. But, room, but I guess so. now an injury you're done anyway. You know, that, that doesn't really ball. What are you going to do? Well, you know, I'm saying like, yeah, the Jets were in a bad position last year when Darnold got hurt and uh, Falk had to come in and Simeon, but they had somebody there that sort of played quarterback, right? If the whole quarterback room goes down, you know, what do you do? You can't have the wide receiver play quarterback. It probably won't matter. The quarterback, uh, what are you going to do with the quarterback on the practice? Would he even know the roster, even know the system? Yeah. You know, work with anybody? Because if, if you told me, you're, you're going down the list here. Probably not someone associated with the team. Wouldn't even be on the practice squad because you right. wouldn't have the virus as well. So you'd be dead anyway. That's probably what could ruin a season, by the way. What's yeah. the NFL going to do if two teams, you know, I don't know, the Patriots and the Dolphins, all of a sudden they have no quarterbacks left. They yeah, all got both COVID. quarterback rooms tested positive. And... What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Throw in, yeah, they uh, can't play for two and a half weeks or, you know, it's crazy. It, yeah. So um, anyway, so, so Jeff Posh, the uh, NFL general counsel, said in a Thursday conference call this week, with reporters at the league and the NFL, continue to have discussions regarding roster issues arising, arising excuse me, from positive tests. It may not be enough, as previously explained, to simply expand the practice squads from 12 to 16. So these true outbreaks that we're talking about, it knocks out 10 or more players. Teams have been able to clear roster spots on a temporary basis, fill those spots with game-ready players that haven't tested positive. Now... Can you stash these guys on IR for a couple of weeks with COVID tests? Like, think about that roster haranguing as well, George. They don't have all these available IR slots where you can designate guys to return. They upped it by one this year. They have three guys that can come back. But you can't put 10 guys on IR for a special – maybe they have a special COVID list where, all right, our offensive linemen all got sick or tested positive or have to quarantine. That's eight guys – 14 days, we'll bring them back. Like, you'd have to do something like that, but it starts to get silly. But once again, isn't this where football can learn from the, the prior sports? What is baseball doing? Baseball is going to have a COVID list. You know, they're going to, there's no minimum, no maximum time you have to be on it. As of right now, maybe that gets adjusted, but that's what they're going to do. Uh, in my mind, if you're going to be on a COVID list, you should probably be on it for at least 10 days. All right. That sort of keeps players on it. Maybe in football, it's two games. You know, if you're going to put somebody on COVID, at least two games he has to be out for. I think that could work there. But I think football is going to have to adjust just for what you said. If you have eight, ten guys on it, you're not, you're not going to put them on IR. They're not going to be out eight weeks. They're not going to be out six weeks. You know, they got to put them on the pup list. So you need to have a shorter list. Baseball's adjusting. I'd like to see football do the same. Have some kind of COVID list. I think two games is fine. You want to make it three games just to really make sure you're keeping teams honest? Do I think teams would abuse this? Yeah, I do. Of course yeah. I do. Everybody abuses everything. All right, uh, but are you going to have an independent doctor go and check to make sure? That's probably what you should do. You know, take the uh, the blood test to make sure that uh, this person does have COVID or something like that. But I think they have to come up with an independent list, for, uh, not PUP, not IR. By way of Mike Florio, good note that he had in his article on Pro Football Talk, the XFL had a ninth team of players who were kept in game shape in the event one of the eight franchises uh, needed a replacement. So they, they utilized the XFL a uh, team of effectively street-free agents in order to be a, a quick replacement since they didn't really have the organizational wherewithal in those instances to, you know, have a professional scouting department, a college scouting department, all that kind of stuff is, is different. So that that was what they utilized. And as George mentioned, uh, MLB 
thinking about an idea like that. Let's go to the next thing, seating capacity changes. We've talked about this a lot and from Jordan Rodrigue of the uh, Athletic. The Rams have continued to keep season ticket holders informed of changes for 2020 season, including this week's ruling of lower seat closures. They are also offering a refund for season tickets or opting to carry over any existing payments to 21 should fans not want to completely skip 2020 in hopes that they'll be possible in a small group allowed at games pending local approval. Even fans who will skip 2020 will receive STM benefits per email sent to season ticket holders today. Rams are planning for a number of different capacity scenarios, STM benefits, short term. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so season ticket model, I don't know what STM stands for. I'm blanking on it right now, but in any event, Yet another team coming up with ideas, George, another story about the Saints telling, contacting season ticket holders in the first eight rows and offering different types of plans because we expect those rows to be cordoned off and sold, have sponsorships sold on them as opposed to them being closed to the players. So it's yet another team that has to come up with plans. This one is unique in that this is a brand new stadium. People were eager to get there. But the Rams are trying to figure out ways to keep people happy and keep them um, uncomfortable from risking themselves in attending these games. STM is season ticket member. Uh, let's let you know. Uh, I had to look we'll it up. See. All right. That's what I had. To, I, I looked it up to find out because I was going to. If just said ST, I would have gotten it. But STM, uh, anyway. I don't even know if I would have got it at ST. Uh, but I looked it up. All right. I, I do my homework here. Um, so here, I think this is all nice. No matter what they're doing right now, it's late June. This is all going to change by September. Some states are going to get better. Some states are going to get worse. You know, I do wonder if eventually the NFL is going to have to have a rule. You know, I don't think they want to because I think they want, you know, if uh, you know if Denver's allowed to have a full stadium, Colorado, they want that. They want that money. They want that stadium. They want the fans in there. You know, you just, we discussed it on a prior show. They want the concessions. They want the parking. They want any money they can get. So I think they will allow that. But you're going to have, you know, Denver's going to be allowed 75%, uh, you know, Louisiana 20%, Texas 10%, Florida 5th, whatever it is. It's going to go on and on. Every place is going to be different. Nothing's going. Yep. This is not going to be end by September. So you're going to be all over the place. I do think it's a competitive uh, imbalance. We're hearing some crazy things, too. Uh, the Giants in baseball, they're giving season ticket holders the option of putting a cutout of you in the seat. Think about it. Mike Blewett has tickets to the San Francisco Giants. You can have a lifeboard cutout in the seat. Why? Why would I want to do this? I mean, I would. <laughs> what am I going to do with I that care? money? Don't donate the money? I, I don't know if they're charging full price for this. You know, I, I didn't read that because I just started laughing. I'm like, I would definitely do it just for fun. If it's I would, free, I would get a sure. life size cutout for myself. If but if I'm paying any free, reasonable percentage. Of the Fine. tickets, I'm, I'm out. I'm not paying a dime for this. All right, I'm not paying a dime so you can have a life cost I cut out of me in in you know row 13, seat six in section 302. <laughs> What's the point? You're gonna put me a drink and a hot dog there too, like and uh, you know stare at and not That's eat. That's what I would I would negotiate. I would say I'll give you. I want it to be there for all eight games. I think that I'll give that's you the price. price of one ticket. I'll I'll pay for one game. I want it there for all eight games, and I want a fake hot dog and a fake beer it next to me throughout this. And I want one camera shot every other game. 
just of me. That's this what is, I want. This is nuts to me. I, I, I just, just completely <laughs> nuts. Uh, and I guess that means uh, in baseball they're not going to go with the uh, the idea of the tarp and selling ads or a green screen or whatever it is if you have lifestyle cutouts. Uh, football, I think they are going to go do that because football wants money any way possible. I think that's what they'll do that. But listen, I think Why anything – Why wouldn't they anything, go for sponsorships? What's that? Why wouldn't they go for the sponsorships? If you're going to have lifestyle cutouts, how are you going to do that? The idea is you got to be, be able to see them on TV, right? Yeah. You're going to charge me and now I can't even see it? Cluster them together, I'm saying. Put them in one no, section. No, that's supposed to be in my seat. Uh, Not just clustered in one section. If I sit in section 302, that's where it's supposed to be. Move me Not, up. Yeah, I want, I want I the front row. I want to yeah, get moved me, up. Put me in barbecue. Just put me in the upper deck, man, last row. Yeah, I right. just think it's silly. But I think, I think all of this is silly. You're all talking about it now. It's all going to change. We're seeing in Texas now, right? It was, what, 25% capacity and then 50% capacity. But now, all of a sudden, Governor Abbott is closing things. Mm-hmm. Right? The bars are being closed now. And this is going to have to keep happening. Tech, uh, Florida is getting crushed with new corona cases. You know, hopefully, by the time September, they calm this down a little bit. Let's face it. Florida, Texas, and if California gets hit, and Arizona is also doing bad. They are. California a, had the new record on Thursday, and Florida broke it on Friday. Florida broke it yesterday. That's a third of the league. A third of the league as far as California, Florida, and Texas. That is having major issues right now. Hopefully, yeah. like I said, within two and a half months, they're not having major issues. But all every everything they're talking about now, they're just talking about it. It's all going to change. It's going to change weekly, more or less monthly. Yeah. Uh, last one real quick. Uh, New York Jets defensive coordinator Jamal Adams really is dominating the news cycle as far as player news is concerned. New York Jets defensive coordinator, according to Rich Cimini, uh, ESPN staff writer for the Jets, he didn't want to comment on the specifics of Jamal Adams' contract dispute with the team, but he threw his support to the all-pro safety and sounded cautiously optimistic about his return. Quote, you never, ever mess with a guy's contract, but I've got his back on those types of things. He has to get all that stuff settled. So now, boom, get back into our setting, and now we're ready to roll. He knows that. Um, he is an odd character in the NFL world, George. But Greg Williams still, still on some level, does seem to connect with defensive players. Greg Williams is a great defensive coordinator. He's very good at what he does. Once again, what's he going to say, though? No, I want Jamal out of here. He's, he's terrible. He's bad for the team, bad for us. Of course he wants him back. He's a great safety. Well, that's and, the way you do it. Like, come out. Support the guy. He, he, Gase knows he has to do that, so he looks good to everybody. Gase did it, too, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the New Orleans Saints next, right here on The Grid. It's Football Full Circle with Mike and George. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Back on the grid, Mike and George, feel free to follow us on Twitter at SportsGrid, on Instagram at SportsGrid TV individually. Find George on Twitter at George Kurtz. I'm at Mike Blewett. So talking New Orleans Saints right now, and I think it's really important that uh, we talk about a, a player's reservations. Now, Malcolm Jenkins has been the forefront of a lot of issues within the NFL. He has really helped to generate cash flow towards uh, legitimate causes for social justice reform, um, in working in conjunction with the NFL. He's had some spats with other players regarding that. But the reality is I feel like Michael Jenkins is a, a very well-respected NFL player. He's obviously won uh, Super Bowls in Philly. He's back to New Orleans uh, to try to win another one. Uh, but uh, earlier this week, uh, via John Berman, uh, you will see this tweet right now. Uh, football is a non-quote from Malcolm Jenkins. Football is a non-essential business, and so we don't need to do it. So the risk, you know, has to be really eliminated before we, before I, would feel comfortable with going back. I think it's just another line of, in, of at, another athlete in a line of athletes, a list of athletes that has expressed concern about this. Um, as you've said many, many times on this show, Right now, I think it's okay to express those as the as push comes to shove. July 28th is when we're really going to see guys, you know, in the days prior to that is when we're really going to see guys say, you know what, I'm not okay with this. Uh, my daughter suffers from respiratory illnesses. My wife is immunocompromised. I can't do this right now because... Football, as much as it's really important to me and it's a fleeting career and I make a lot of money doing it, I can't do it right now. It's just the stakes are too high. I, and I think there's there's obviously of 2,000 players, George, there's going to be some guys that just can't do it. Well, first and foremost, uh, Malcolm Jenkins is correct. Football is not essential. That's right. I mean, let's face it. They really should be canceling. Every, every sport should not be playing this season. They really shouldn't be. And when you think about it, uh, think about how crazy it was. We canceled, but not by we, I don't mean me and you, I mean all sports canceled in early March because one NBA player got it, right? Got it, got it, there went basketball. The next day, there went the NHL. The next day, there went MLB. It was a domino, ding, 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 once got it, got it. Now, we're going to try and play, open everything up in a pandemic where multiple people have it. Multiple people in every sport. Now, they came out today, 16 of 302 basketball players uh, have been tested. That have been tested have it. That's 5% of basketball players. We yeah. know baseball has been 
get hit hard this week. The a Yankee player has had it. Arizona Diamondbacks, Toronto Blue Jays player currently has it. A Mets player has had it. And I think at the MIT, Phillies have had a multitude of players that have it. And that's just the ones we're hearing about. You know, Toronto's got issues as well. You know, so think about this. Yeah, we're going to play through this. Uh, I have a Five percent was better than I thought it was going to be, if I'm being honest. Oh, uh, I think it's probably still not good. It's not good. I, I listen. I don't think it's going to be 30, 40 percent, something like that. But I think it's going to be higher than five at the end. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be double digits, 10, 12, 15, somewhere around there. I'm of this belief. Uh, once again, I don't think anybody should be penalized for not playing. I'm not saying you should be awarded either. I don't like I said, Mike Blewett, you're a professional player. You decide I'm not going to play. That's fine. Your contract holds. You don't get paid, and you know once you don't get any service time, but there's no punishment for you. It's not like they can really, you know, is you're, you're taking the no year off, but you're, whatever. No, fine. Hey, no, no, you're not getting be fine. Yeah, anything like that, that can't happen. That's fine. You know, your contract is safe, but you got to play it again next year. I guess the way it should be. But I don't think anybody should be uh, vilified for not playing. We don't know their situation. We don't know what's going on at home. All right. Uh, it looks like if you if you yourself have a problem, you're a high risk. You can, uh, in baseball at least, you can opt out, and you will get paid. You will get service time. But if, that, if your wife's pregnant or you have young kids, too bad. You know, I believe in baseball, your wife's pregnant, you get the three days. That's it. Three days. That's all you're guaranteed. Family uh, leave is seven days. If you have a family emergency leave, whatever that qualifies there. Other than that's too bad. And I don't blame. Listen, I fully expect Mike Trout to play. Zach Wheel is another one like this. A couple other big-time players. I fully expect these guys to probably play. But if Mike Trout came out tomorrow and said, no, not happening. I'm not going to risk my wife, not going to risk my young, unborn child. How can anybody blame him? You're a father. I'm a father. I wouldn't want to risk my kids. No way in I'm hell. I'm not going to blame one guy. I'm not going to blame any guys. The only thing, the only guys that people are going to, first of all, there's always going to be a percentage of people that think these guys are weak or soft or whatever. So I'm not really worried about those viewers, those listeners. Um, I'm worried. About, I think the only guys, athletes that are going to get grief are the guys that come back and are a little doughy, a little out of shape. I think people are going to say, like, all you had to do is stay in shape for all this time. It's like, it's your job. I think those are the people that get grief. But in a, in any given year, at any time, those players get grief for being soft or out of shape. I, listen, I agree. Uh, what's the first thing you said in your little statement there? There are always going to be fans or people who are going to, you know, criticize them. Oh, you're making, da, 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 you're, it's worth the risk. Yeah, it's, you know, there's no amount uh, of money that's worth risk, by the way. None. All right, I, I the player can think I'll make the money next year. Why should I risk my health this year in a 60-game season? As you, Mike Trout's like, out, hey man, I got 400 mil coming to me. I'm good with not hurting myself here and adding to my legacy and helping the team win an actual championship, as opposed to. My child. Blowing my out life. my Achilles this year or putting my family at risk. I, I, I'd understand either component of it if a player wanted to sit. This is an unprecedented stop-start to a season. How long fans, was the strike in 81? How long did uh, that go for? It, 40, it wasn't three months. No, 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 no. Uh, it wasn't that long. Uh, about 40, 50 days, right? They had the split season, and the Cincinnati Reds had the best record. You didn't get in the playoffs. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, Reds. Get over it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think, listen, I think fans are going to have to realize, you know, more baseball right now, it's a screwed-up season. I think football is going to be screwed up, too. Deal with it. All right? Deal with it. 
All right, because things are going to be weird. You know, basically, we got different rules now with DH of the National League. They're running on second base to start this uh, extra innings, 60 games. Football right now, we're hoping they're going to play 17 games. Good luck with that. I'd be shocked if that happens. You might have some different rules there. So deal with it. Don't get upset about it. Don't be, get upset if certain players, if Malcolm Jenkins, uh, players like that don't want to play. You know, gonna, if they want to, you know, if they're uh, saying, hey, my health is more important, my family's more important, you're going to tell me you wouldn't necessarily do the same thing? You know, so uh, I'm, I'm not going to yell at anything. I'm going to treat this season like it should be. Anything that's, that's done is a bonus. It's entertainment. I'm of the belief, in reality, none of these sports should probably play. Yeah. If you really okay. want to do what's, what's best, what's safe for the country, none should probably play. So anything we get is a bonus. It's extra. It's entertainment. Enjoy what we get. Got it. So Saints, let's uh, go through them real quick. Um, to win the NFC South, they're favored at minus 110. To win the NFC Championship, they're behind only the Niners. At plus 650 to win the Super Bowl, they're one of the top uh, teams on the board at plus 1,200. Their win total is at 10.5. The juice is to the under right now. So I think people thinking they might come in a little under that 10.5 number. It's a lot of wins, uh, obviously, and against a stronger, a relatively stronger division, right? Tampa's gotten better. Maybe the Panthers got a little bit worse. That, that's to be determined. But Falcons, about what they are. I would say overall. It's stronger. To make the playoffs, yes, minus 350. So you got to pay a lot for that. No is plus 270. Um, their big three questions, I, I would say I'll ask you a question first. Would you take the Niners or the Saints right now? Can be somebody else too. But I think we are on the same page that those are the two best teams on paper. Right now, I would take the Saints. I thought they were the best team in the NFC last year. I think they're the best team this year. Uh, I I think it's going to be a weird year, Mike. I think teams are going to lose players to COVID. Even if you play 17 games, you lose players. So maybe by December, they're not the best team. But I think uh, I'll, it's really, I'll take Drew Brees over Garoppolo. I think Jenkins is going to play. I think that helps that defense. I like the fact that they added Emmanuel Sanders. Gives them a legitimate second option to Mike Thomas. Now, what teams have to worry about here? Uh, it's just stay healthy. It's really just stay healthy. And their defense is, it's not like, listen, the 49ers defense is better. But the Saints defense is good. It's really not good. bad. Yeah, so I, I like the Saints. I'll take Drew Brees. Yeah, they he died. The, he died at the end depth, of last season. They have depth in the secondary. They had 51 sacks on the year last year as the third most in the entire league. Um, their linebacker, Demario Davis, one of the worst decisions the Jets ever made was uh, losing Demario Davis. He's become really a force in the middle of that defense. Uh, so I do think they have really good depth there across the, the offensive line is legit. I do worry still about their depth at wide receiver, George. It is an upgrade getting Sanders, but after Sanders, Thomas, Kamara does catch a lot of passes, obviously. Tight end, not great. Um, beyond Sanders and Thomas, not great. But if those are the holes in your team, you're looking pretty good. Um, I uh, My next, or sort of the, one of the other major questions I had is really this. I almost think it gives them an advantage. The Niners are dealing with an actual Super Bowl hangover. The Saints are dealing with this mental grind of having been thrust out of the playoffs short, in heartbreaking fashion, really, three years in a row. Now, they got beat last year, but it was an upset. The year before, bad, they didn't play well, but they got a really bad call at the end of that game. They were probably going to the Super Bowl against the Pats uh, when the Rams beat them. The prior year the most inconceivable last play of a playoff game I've ever watched in my life uh, on the, what? Just tackle the guy. Uh, Just yeah, he's still on team too. PJ, PJ Williams still on the team. So that's the three years in a row, but 
in any none of those seasons did they make it to the Super Bowl. So they're dealing with this monkey on their back of not having gotten there when they know collectively over the three years, who's the best team in the NFC over the last three years? I'd say it's the Saints. They just haven't gotten it done. Right now, what was that old uh, saying we, the Cowboys had in the 70s, next year's champion? That's really what they are. They've been one of the best teams every year. You said, I lost to Minnesota with Diggs. That's hard. That's crushing. All right, you got the bad referee call, but Sean Payton also screwed up, run the ball, and you probably win that game. Uh, last year, like you said, you just lost. You should have beaten Minnesota. You were the, probably the better team. You didn't play well. Drew Brees didn't play well. The fact that the, over the past three years, you haven't been to the Super Bowl once, I don't know if I, uh, what the odds of that would have been when you had that kind of team and you got that far. You should have been there. And this really is probably Breeze last year, dude. This, this is it as far as I, I would agree. I'm a, it was 50-50 of him coming back this year, right? He almost didn't come back this year. I thought he might walk, but I, I, I can see it giving it one more shot. But as far as I'm concerned, trying to predict something like that, this is it. Last 16 games of his career. I'm Plus with you playoffs. there. If I was, yeah. was going to lay a wager on that, I think this is it. The only thing I could see uh, him coming back, let's say COVID does cancel most of the season. That's different. Maybe he, he doesn't want to go out like that. Yeah. That's yeah. the only way I can see it. I think if they if they do play a full season, whether they make the Super Bowl or not, I think Drew Brees is gone. Yeah, agreed. Any other, uh, real quick, last 30 seconds, any other real big issues as far as you're concerned with this team? Well, if Brees is out, uh, I wonder, is Winston the quarterback in waiting now, or is it Taysom Hill? I think only because of... Uh, this truncated preseason, offseason, I think Hill would get, actually get the first shot. But that aside, I think it would be Jameis. I don't think Taysom Hill's, Hill's a real backup here. I think he fits in the same system well. We'll come back. We're going to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs next on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Back on the grid talking about the defending champs, the Kansas City Chiefs. So, George, you know, it is a slow news period. We know this. Honestly, quarantine and COVID aside, this is the slow period for NFL teams between June OTAs and training camp. So we're always going to have a dead period right before the 4th of July. This is when NFL writers take off. This is when... NFL executives take off. It's the only time. When, I remember watching the Bill Belichick uh, football life, which I highly recommend to people, a two-parter that they did on him. Just seeing him driving his boat off the coast of Nantucket, I've never seen him look like legitimately happy, but even Bill Belichick takes some time off to recharge the batteries and get out on his boat. So this is the dead period, but uh, there's still a lot to talk about as far as looking at teams for 2020. Yeah, uh, so if you if you ever want to run into an NFL player, coach, or executive, now's the time to go take a vacation down in like the Bahamas somewhere there. Some of them might be there. Of course, probably not the best time to go right now. They would normally be in Florida, too, but not a not a great idea at the moment uh, to head down to Florida, regardless of where in Florida you'd like to go. So uh, via James Palmer, uh, here he's a national reporter for the NFL Network. He's he says, I'm told there hasn't been much traction at all toward a new contract between the Chiefs and Chris Jones. They do want him back long term, but COVID's played a big part with teams not knowing what the cap will be in 2021. Some clarity from the league before July 15th could help. So there has been uh, apparently a lot of teams asking around uh, within the league office as to is there any target that we can have for the cap for next year? Because obviously the Chiefs are in the position that they're trying to extend Pat Mahomes at some point. They have Chris Jones here asking for top-of-the-line defensive line money, and they don't know exactly what they can fit. They don't have a ton of cap room, but they don't know exactly what they can fit. It has seemed to be a somewhat cool relationship since the Super Bowl was won there. He has not signed the franchise tag tender, but he has until July 15th to do so. Um or he, sorry, they have until July 15th to negotiate long-term. He can sign the franchise tag whenever. But July 15th, again, the deadline, just like we talked about in a previous show um, uh, with a, a different player escaping who, who we talked about Dak, previously. Dak, 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 that's right. Dak, Dak, Dak. So, Chris Jones, what do you think? They're not. I don't think this deal's happening. I think Dak could. I don't think this one will. I think right now that you only, you're only going to see superstars get signed. I think, what, what was the problem you said about many executives? Can you give us an idea? An idea next year? No one knows. No mm. one knows. So you're going to, if you, uh, listen, Dak, will, I think, will get signed. Mahomes, yeah, they're superstars. They're quarterbacks. They're going to get signed. Anybody else? You may have picked the wrong year to try and do this with, uh, with probably limited to no fans in the stands. It's going to be tough. I don't think, oh, once again, I'm not the only person who thinks they're not going to play seven, uh, 17 weeks, 16 games. So that's going to be an issue. Uh, so you're gonna have problems all over the place. So that that would be my uh, thing there. I don't think Jones gets signed. No, and I, I don't think like I said I don't think it's just a Chris Jones situation. I think this is throughout the NFL with anyone you want to sign, unless they're coming in at your price. Let's wait and see. Let's wait and see what next year brings us because you can't overextend yourself. And maybe you and I are wrong. You and I both believe the cap will either be stagnant or go down a little bit, not get crushed. Maybe it is gonna get crushed. I just don't know how they're going to conduct business like that. They all know, everybody knows, the fans are going to show up probably next year, 
and the the money is going to come in in boatloads for the new television contract. I talked about this with you four months ago, before we even knew that COVID was a thing that was going to spread around the United States and the world. I said 60 to 70%. It's what I was reading in the fall. That's what the new TV deals are going to look like. 60 to 7% increase on what they are now. So the cap is going to explode. And to give everybody a one-year hit so they have to cut players, release players, and, and do business in a way that doesn't make any sense, you can just smooth it out and just say we'll, we'll hang on to those earnings for a longer period of time. The cap won't increase as much. Now, the players will have to be okay with that, but the players are going to want to be okay with it too because there's not going to be enough money to go around. Well, you see, Mike, you're talking logic. And what I makes know, sense. but... We've seen in sports negotiations that... The, Logic and what makes sense doesn't Baseball doesn't, doesn't have any logic. No. They want to fight with each other sometimes. And just fight, 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 fight. I mean, you're, you're right. Both sides should not want this cap to go down. Owners are going to have to get rid of players they don't want to get rid of. And even the NFL Players Association has to realize those players that are now on the free agent market, well, they're fighting for jobs now, and there's no cap room. They're going to take less pay as well. It's not going to be a good thing because they're free agents on the uh, side. No, the cap got crushed. We'll say it's down to 140 million, 150 million. Where's that money coming from? You know, so I think both sides have to do similar to what you said. I agree. I, 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 but once again, we think logic. We think what works. And two sides, they generally don't think that way. They think fight, win. We want to win. And yeah. I think that's what worries me the most. The players will push back and say, look, you guys are going to make tons of money off of this revenue in the long term. So what do you care if the cap stays the same or even goes up a little bit? Just give us, you know, keep increasing the cap as it normally would. You'll make money in the long run. Easier said than done. The owners aren't going to want to do that. But let's talk about the Chiefs as a team. Um, like, they have the best, they have the most valuable asset in the history of the NFL. He's won an MVP and a Super Bowl MVP, and he was hurt in the middle of the season last year. Um, they, he did not play well in the Super Bowl for three quarters, actually. Uh, which was the best case scenario for the Niners, and the Niners still lost by uh, 11 points. So uh, here's their odds. To win the AFC West, minus 390. To win the AFC Championship, only 3-1. to one, the shortest odds of any team to win the conference. To win the Super Bowl, plus 650. Again, shortest odds. Uh, win total over under 11.5. The over is minus 125, so the juice is pushing that up. I don't think it'll get to 12. Uh, to make the playoffs minus 850, no is plus 560. I think a lot would have to go wrong for them to not make the playoffs. But nonetheless, George, uh, there we are with the Chiefs. I, I don't have any big questions beyond Chris Jones. We've talked about some of the losses that they have, but this roster is relatively intact from a year ago. They lost Fuller during free agency, a corner, but most of the team, a lot of the team is back. And the schedule is not overly tough. I mean, a uh, little, little bad at the end of there. But other than that, it's a, it's a schedule they should do well in. Uh, listen, I think they're the best team in the AFC. Uh, whether or not they're going to be able to repeat or not, well, that remains to be seen. There are some other good teams in the AFC. Uh, the AFC, to, in my mind, is more top-loaded. You know, you got Baltimore. We know they're good. Uh, I mean, Indianapolis might be good if Rivers has a comeback here. Pittsburgh and Ben can stay healthy. Uh, I don't think anybody in the AFC East is really going to threaten. Buffalo would be the one team I might look out for if Josh Allen could take that next step you know, and be that kind of quarterback. I think they're a playoff team, but I'm not sure they're ready to compete 
with Baltimore or the KCs of the world yet. Uh, I want to see Josh Allen perform a little better in the playoffs and not do some stupid things before I uh, anoint them there. Uh, so I think, was, I think they have a team to beat there. I like the moves they made. I think they're still going to play uh, shootouts. I think they, you know, the defense may be better, but it's far from elite. And, you know, when you draft the running back early, not anybody on defense, you're sort of saying, we're just going to score 42 points a game, score 43 and beat us. I think that's their philosophy right now. We're scoring 35-plus. If you can outbeat it, you can, you can score 40 to beat us, hey, God bless you. But even with our defense, which isn't terrible, but it's just, you know, it's just average, yeah. no, I don't think you can beat us. And they added Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, obviously. I think for fantasy purposes, I think people are forgetting about Damian Williams a little bit. Um, I, I'm happy to take him, uh, add some value there. But I think uh, Ed, uh, Edwards-Hilaire is going to be a part of the offense right away. Um, just a really good pass catcher. You don't get elite pass catching backs out of the SEC, or you haven't in some time. Alvin Kamara is obviously one of those, and Edwards-Hilaire uh, adds to the list. Uh, Todd Gurley obviously did a good job there too, but his production in college is more what I'm speaking to. A lot of these SEC backs, as much as they're all around backs, don't get the ball thrown to them as much. Edward Hilaire did in that LSU offense, and I think he was uh, more than capable. He ended up being the first running back picked. I, I, that was more about fit to me than anything else, but I don't have a problem. When you're that team and you feel like you have a weapon that fits in well and is going to get this thing running at uh, – top level for the next few years, considering Damian Williams isn't under contract after this year. I had no problem with the pick really um, at all because it was the 32nd pick. It's, I'm not going to pound my table and saying you should never take a running back here. I, I wouldn't necessarily have done it, but that's a good weapon for them. Oh, I agree with you. I say, I think the, what you just said there, I don't know if I necessarily would have taken the pick, but I'm not going to knock him for doing it. You know, was, you take the best player available, which might they have been. They knew they couldn't get him at the end of the second. No, they're like, we're going to, they're going to trade around and do all the stuff or the guy that we like is right here. Let's just do it. Yeah. And he is, he does fit the team. They need a running back there and it just makes them more, uh, more dangerous. Uh, the need would have been more on defense really for any uh, player on defense, any uh, position they would have wanted. But if that player wasn't there, you know, you didn't like what you saw there. They're fine. I have not, I have no issue with it. Uh, I said they're going to be a fun, fun team to watch on offense because literally, I mean, any team that holds them at 27, 28 points has done a great job. I agree. You've holding only three, four touchdowns. You've done a great job. Three touchdowns and two field goals? Congratulations. You know, but uh, I just I don't know too many teams that can do that outside of the great defenses of the NFL. Yeah, I mean, Frank Clark is there. He's getting paid big money. I think that's part of the uh, what discord between uh, Chris Jones and the team. I think that's really part of the deal. Uh he, Chris Jones is saying, hey, I, I'm the guy that's been here and have helped us to the AFC Championship game and now helped us win a Super Bowl. Frank Clark was the new guy that you paid and draft picks for and then paid. I think that's part of the discord there. But ultimately, um, they have decent depth at um, defensive backs. Teron Matthew is a player that I think continues to be underrated. I know he's on his third team, but I thought he was a big part of what they did defensively. He became a team leader. Juan Thornhill was a rookie last year. He got injured. They draft Willie Gay in the second round this year to help Anthony Hitchens and Charveris, uh, excuse me, Damian Wilson in the middle. But uh, nonetheless, I don't really have many big questions. It's just repeating is difficult. The Pats have kind of set the model of doing this again and again, but nobody else has been able to conquer that other than the Bills. 
uh, in the last 30 years, and and the Cowboys. Not a lot of teams running it back here, George. The pack, the Broncos went back to back. The Packers uh, tried to go back to back and failed. There's just a lot of uh, cases here where, as good as these teams look, things go south, and like maybe Frank Clark gets hurt, or maybe Chris Jones gets hurt, and then your defensive front isn't as good as it looks. Things start to fall apart. You lose, you get tripped up in a playoff game, and it's just hard to do. I don't really have a lot of major questions or holes on this team. Well, you're right. I mean, going back to the Super Bowl stuff, because let's face it, every team is circling the Kansas City Chiefs on their schedule. That's your Super Bowl. Yeah. Can you go out and beat them? Can you beat the Kansas City Chiefs? What can we do to stop Pat Mahomes? Slow him down. Keep his offense from destroying us. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at VisitCalifornia.com. Closing out this hour of FFC right here on The Grid. Mike and George talking about the Atlanta Falcons. Wanted to give you a, a real quick entree, though, to Pat Mahomes. I said it before the last break. I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about him. I, I was just saying, like, I, I think so highly of Mahomes that I think that his attitude, his approach, his symbiotic relationship with Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy is such a positive influence, I feel like that they can overcome some of this Super Bowl hangover, the disease of me kind of thing. Because Mahomes is so early in his career, it's still all a blank canvas for him. It really is. He's taking the league by storm since coming on, right? Only a th- I mean, wow, he's only been around a couple of years. It's amazing what he's done. The way he does it's two it. Two years. Right? I mean, uh, we, we used to get on Matt Stafford. Back in the day, because he threw the ball from weird angles sometimes. How uh, it was sidearm or three quarters. Mahomes does all this. He throws no look passes. You know, and he's just, he's just, he enjoys the game. He's fun to watch. Uh, so I think it's, uh, what he's done is fantastic. And like I said, I don't think, as all the contract negotiations that we talk about, I don't think any of it matters what's going on in the NFL. He's going to set records. And it really comes down to how much does he want? Because Kansas City can't say no. I mean, how much does he want? Does he want $40 million, $45 million? Does he want 200 guaranteed? I'm curious to see what kind of market that he wants to set. Is he the first guy that asked for completely guaranteed? I mean, Cousins got it, but 
It was $84 million. Right, we, we double that. Definitely. Definitely double that. that. Yeah. We're talking 40 a year for five years. All guaranteed. I would do it if I were the Chiefs to keep the number down. Or I would go really heavy guarantee. 80, 85, 90%. Is try to save a little bit. Look, injuries do happen. It would be a tragedy if this guy got hurt to the point where it altered his career. Uh, in the same way, but it happened to Andrew Luck. We thought Andrew Luck was going to be invincible at some point and then just took his career away. So, um, anyway, that's it. We'll close it up on the Chiefs. Um, we're talking about the Falcons now. My guy, Matty Ice. So, story came out this week. Look at because it's still a news period, I think people jump on, on things like this, but there is a sense that Thomas Dimitrov, the general manager of the Atlanta Falcons, um, they chose to retain both he and Dan Quinn after, despite going 7-9 in the last two years. Remember, we were talking about his job could be done, Dan Quinn and Thomas Dimitrov, both like early first half of last season, things just had not gone well. They turned it on. They turned it around. Same thing happened the year before. Um, and now he thinks that they've definitely, he's quote, have definitely gotten better. He did this on a podcast with the Atlanta uh, journal constitution. Now they lost Austin Hooper. They replaced him with Hayden Hurst. They swapped out Devante Freeman for Todd Gurley. Dante Fowler is in for Vic Beasley. They gave Dante Fowler a three year deal. I actually think, the last two are upgrades. I'd rather have Gurley than Freeman. I'd rather have Fowler than Beasley. I would obviously rather have Hooper than Hurst, but you like Hurst uh, to some extent. I thought they did a pretty good job in the draft. I thought A.J. Terrell, the corner that they drafted, was a little high. They're saying that was their best player available. I didn't believe that. Um, but he thinks they're in a really good spot, uh, he said via the AJC. Of course, there are high expectations coming into the season. Everyone knows that. No one is shying away from that, Dan and myself included. So, right under the bus, George. Dan and myself. Why did he say it? I don't know. But what are your expectations for the Falcons this year? Well, I mean, first, stay healthy. That's been their biggest bugaboo of the past couple of years is lack, yeah. of, lack of the ability to stay healthy. All right, so that's hurt them. Offensively, I agree with everything you said. Gurley, I think, is an upgrade over Freeman. Could be a big upgrade if he can get back to being Gurley. I don't think he, yeah, I don't think he can. I think that, that knee is issue. So they're going to have to manage his workload somewhat. But he should still should be an upgrade over Freeman. So he should have a, a threat there. I'm going to ask you. A, I'm going to ask you a tangential question right now because you've talked about tangential? these two guys separately. Yeah, because yeah, because you have two guys that are uh, oft injured or coming off injuries. I want to see what would you think that Todd Gurley lives up to his expectations better than David Johnson lives up to the expectations that you have for him? What do you think? Uh, and Todd Gurley's a better running back better overall. Better running back, Gurley, but Johnson's better overall and catch the ball. I think, listen, if you talk about fantasy, I think I would draft David Johnson first. Interesting. I think I have uh, not as many injury concerns there when he catches the ball out of the backfield, where Gurley I have a little bit more concerns about. Playing on turf can go one of two ways. It's Obviously, should be quicker, better cuts, but also that's not good for an arthritic knee. All right, so I, I worry about that. Anyway, I think the running game's better there. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you said about uh, Fowler, and, uh, Fowler and Beasley upgrade there. Uh, tight end. It's not that I think Hurst is Hooper. I don't think Hurst is Hooper. Hooper's the better player, but Hurst I don't think is terrible. So I, I don't mind 
what, what happened there. You saved the money. You had to get hers. I think that was flowing, a pretty good. Flowing red locks, too. I, I always have to root for my fellow about the, Yeah, It's always about the flowing red locks. <laughs> Uh, you got Jones and you got Ridley. I think, listen, I think they can score points. I think they can score points. If that defense, once again, it's on paper, it's not a terrible defense. And I agree with you what you said about A.J. Terrell. He was the hard charger in the draft. I know the Cowboys at one point were mentioned with him as well, that they might go after him because he was flying up draft boards. So we knew he was going to go in the first round. Granted, that was a little earlier than I thought, and I think it is somewhat risky, but you needed someone. All right, Trafant's no longer there. He's gone. I think the secondary is probably the weakness here, and that's generally not a good thing. You better hope you get – same with the Cowboys. You better hope that pass pressure is there because if it's not, well, you're going to have some issues here because the defense overall, the linebackers are solid, but I do worry about pass pressure, and if they, they can't get there, if that quarterback's sitting back there. If Drew Brees and Tom, Bra- uh, Tom Brady are back there for four seconds, it's all over. So here, here's like what part of, part of their deal is, and it does go to injuries and also – they drafted Keanu Neal in the first round in 2016, and he burst onto the scene. We're like, this guy, he's going to be a safety in this league, a legit safety in this league for a decade. Two season-ending injuries, an ACL and an Achilles, back-to-back. Then seven, 2017, first-round pick, Tack McKinley. They haven't even picked up – they're not even picking up the option on him. So that's two – this is where, when you start to build through the draft, George, this is what happens. Like, one is a miss, one is bad luck, and there you are. Two first-round picks in your lineup that might not be giving you what you expected, right? So they have a former first-round pick in Charles Harris that they picked up from Miami, who Miami released, and they're going to try and put it together. Can the defense be better than it has been the last couple of years? Yes, yeah, possible. Um can Todd Gurley be what we want him to be? Yeah, it's possible. I got no problems with Matt Ryan throwing a Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones. That's a really good quarterback and top two. Their backups there are Russell Gage, uh, Calvin Ridley. It's not that deep, right? We, we know this about them. So it's really those first two guys getting it done. And I think they're going. those two are going to be peppered with a ton of targets overall. Agreed. I think Ridley, once again, he's fantasy-wise here. He's probably a wide receiver three, but he could jump to wide receiver two, especially if that defense doesn't play up the par. And they do have to yeah. throw the ball more because they're trailing. Well, they're playing a lot of high-scoring games, which they very well might. Oh, Gurley's not quite the back we think he was. Or Hurst is not going to take away the targets that Hooper. Because, listen, all those catches that Hooper had have to go somewhere. Hurst will take maybe two-thirds of them, but that leaves a third. You know, that's yeah. another th- now, 20, 30 catches that are out there. Yeah, so, Julio uh, Jones had 157 targets. Hooper had 97. Ridley had 93. Russell Gage had 74. I've mentioned a couple of times as we've talked through the Falcons. I've heard a couple of interviews with Matt Ryan mentioning Russell Gage. And it's his job to kind of do that and get make sure everybody's getting involved. But he, he said it more than once to me, which means like, well, maybe there's something there. He knows that there's not a ton of depth there. You can't just have two guys that you're throwing the ball to. So maybe Russell Gage becomes a bigger part of that offense. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was in the midst of him not really knowing who Hayden Hurst is as a player, right? They haven't really gotten a chance to work with each other. Russell Gage is a part of this offense for a couple of years, still only 23 years old, Russell Gage. So that's somebody that's, you know, if we're talking fantasy, that that guy's free in drafts. You could take him in the last round if you want. You can wait and put him on your watch list, but in deeper leagues, somebody to think about. Because if either of those top two ever went down, he's going to see 100 targets. 
He might yeah. see him anyway. He might say he might see it anyway. Uh, so listen, I think I'm not worried about the offense of the Falcons, assuming once again the health is there. Julio Jones gets hurt. All right, talk to me. You know, Todd Gurley gets hurt. Talk to Matt Ryan. Obviously, if he gets hurt, there'll be issues there. Oh, Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub, baby. <laughs> Get him in off the bench. Matt pick Schaub. Mr. Pick six. <laughs> we thought it was Jameis Winston. Uh, no, it's actually Matt Schaub. How, is, how old is Matt Schaub? God, he's got to be one of the oldest players in the league, right? You want to give an over on the mic? I'm guessing Matt Schaub is 40. I'll say he's 40. I'll take the under. Ooh. He is. Oh, that's not fair. Oh, okay. I'm thinking, I didn't know what today's date was. He turned 39 <laughs> Thursday. It's close. That was close. All right. It was close enough. Come on. I, I was 39 or 40 was what I was debating. I went. I went with the over. All right. So I got I'm 363 days off or so. Uh, in any event. Uh, so anyway, that can't that can't happen. Matt Ryan has been remarkably durable, by the way, throughout his career. He finally missed a game last year, but he's played, you know, somewhere in the vicinity of 215 of 216 possible games. It's something crazy like that. Um in 2009 season, he only played 14 games, and he went one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine years in a row where he didn't miss a game. He missed one last year. So ultimately, uh, very durable there. He's 35 years old, uh, sitting on 51,200 yards passing already. So, um, so here's the question: Do you think the Falcons ever make it back to the promised land? The second they lost that Super Bowl. I didn't feel good about it, and it's gone poorly for them. Bad luck with injuries, but now you can't blame injuries anymore. It's, it's years ago. They got to be good. They got to beat the Bucks. They got to beat the Saints. That's who your comp- competition is. You can't just come in third place and say, "Well, look who those teams are." Eh, it's nobody else's problem but yours. I mean, we say ever, sure, ever. Eventually, they'll get back there. Maybe a hundred years from now, but they'll get back. I'm there. saying with this squad, Matt Ryan Falcons era, Matt Ryan era Falcons. Maybe. Because, listen, Drew Brees, you and I both think Drew Brees is gone tomorrow or next year, right? That pretty much hurts New Orleans. We don't, I don't think Taysom Hill is nowhere near what Drew Brees is. That brings that team down. We don't know what Tom's going to do in Tampa Bay. We think he's going to be good, but maybe not. Maybe he doesn't fit that offense. Or maybe he moves on after this year. Or maybe they don't want Whatever. I think he's there for two years. But either way, Matt Ryan should outlast that and still be in Atlanta. So you may be looking at – three years from now, although I don't think Atlanta's all that far behind Tampa Bay. I, I do think do, they're behind New Orleans. I didn't do their odds. Win the NFC South 7-1, NFC Championship 22-1, Super Bowl 46-1, win total 7.5, juice to the under at minus 120. To make the playoffs, plus 210, George, are you on them making the playoffs? I want to say yes. Oh, man. But you're, I'm going to say no. You're like me. Ah, oh, that's it. Uh, that means everybody's fired. So that'll be interesting. George and I, that's it for this hour of FFC. Thanks for watching us on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at VisitCalifornia.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at VisitCalifornia.com.